The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. It's Friday. You know what that means. We're grading two-star pitchers here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of Rotowire.com here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Todd, good to be on with you as always. We got some pickups to talk about. Actually, a pretty surprisingly busy week in the stake league. And uh, of course, our two star pitchers. What's on your mind on this Friday afternoon? Yeah, it was a, a lot of minor leaguers have been called up and apparently some more to come. So yeah, it's it's exciting. This is I'm, I'm running through my playing time now, and you know I'm doing a lot more finagling than I normally do this time of season. A lot of releases, like you know Elvis Andrus released and picked back up again, and Brett Phillips was just released. Not a big deal there, but you know you carry extra playing time, and now you know why. It's because some of these late season moves erase it pretty quickly. Absolutely, I picked up uh, Corbin Carroll last night. In uh, two leagues, one was like uh, NL only, first come, first serve. Then I got him in the stake league on a $0 stash bid. And who knows? Maybe he'll be next. I know on a call yesterday, GM Mike Hazen really suggested that uh, we could see Carroll this year. So he can be the next. Shade Langoliers, too. I think we knew Carroll was probably going to get a look. We, I mean, now it's essentially confirmed. But I think a lot of people thought that Carroll – would be coming up, uh, you know, what, what did they say? That if he comes up, it's for good. So when we do make the move, we want to make sure there's, I mean, I, I'm reading a little more into it, but, you know, there's spots and we, you know, there, there's places for him to play, et cetera, because Arizona is looking at a few different players and they're playing pretty well, right? I mean, so I don't know, they have to, you know, clear a spot. Jake McCarthy's playing well. Um, it's going to be an interesting, they're, they're an interesting team. Yeah, Mike Hazen's really kind of quietly built a, a juggernaut, at least in terms of a farm system, and we'll see how how that translates over the next few years into big league success or lack thereof. But I think that he's really put that organization in a great spot after some pretty thin years. The Diamondbacks look like they could uh, be pretty scary. I'm probably going to make the mistake and call him Sto- uh, call him Garrett Stone. But they also just brought up the Diamondback Stone Garrett. Mm-hmm. And his power speed numbers look good. Now, granted, he's a little bit older, hasn't played much above double A, but the numbers look good. And it's more of philosophically than it is. I think Stone, I think Stone Garrett's gonna do well. It's just I think I need to take the upside shot at a player with seven weeks left in the season more than well, my little black box does it stone cold, stone cold, jiggers. Uh, stone Garrett <laughs> is going to hit such and such with so many, you know, so many homers, so many steals. It's the potential. It's like in May, give me someone more boring that is going to compile some stats. But come mid August, if I'm behind, I need to take the chance. And I mentioned Shea Langoliers. He wasn't a yeah. really hot, hot commodity in our stake league because it's only a one-catcher league. But um, I got him in DVR's uh, keeper league, the 
the deeper one, 16 teams, and uh, got him for seven in a two-catcher league. So I was pretty pumped with that. And looks like they're ready to give him a look and the kind of split time between catcher and DH with uh, Langoliers and Sean Murphy. And I think they, they both can play – well, Langoliers played a little outfield. So they're both going to be – in. I mean, the key is they're both going to be in the lineup. And I guess we want Langoliers to play – more games to catcher than we do other places. So he retains mm-hmm. eligibility, but I think you should be able to. So the pickups from last night in the stake league, again, a lot of people active trying to uh, scratch and claw up the standings to avoid having to buy a couple stakes at the end of the year. Joey Manessis was the top pickup at seven. I just don't buy it for a second 30 year old guy on a minor league deal. Just seems like a hot streak, but um are you paying what he's done any respect? Am I, am I being disrespectful? Well, this is this is worth that point now. Where you, you, you in, in May, I wouldn't care about him, mm-hmm. but he's been elevated up in the batting order. He's playing regularly, so at this point, it's it's, it's opportunity, and it depends who you're. It depends who you have. Um, you know, if you're not going to win with who you have, and you need an upgrade, even if you even if it's a downgrade. You know, that's that's the range of outcomes, and you got to go for it. So it's not it's again, it's really not. This is how I feel he's going to play. This is how I value him, etc. It right now, it's all about desperation. What you need. It's if I'm leading, I don't want to trust him. You know, again, yeah, give, me, exactly. give me give me Carlos Santana, right? You know, I, I mean, like he could bleed away some points. Yeah, I but I mean, you know, it's it's you know, you rather dance with the devil you know, unless unless you need what the devil you don't know can give you. So I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, we didn't trust uh, wisdom and look what he did. We didn't trust a few different guys, but on the other hand, you can flip it in the round and look what happened to Yerman Mercedes. Look what happened to some of these other hot starters that diminished and we don't, we don't like to talk about them. Well, I was right. Well, you know, what about the five guys you weren't right on? We don't talk about them. Yeah. I feel like Manessis could be in one of those, you know, and eventually fall into the, uh, fizzle out category the uh he was a flame that burned hot and fast but we'll see david peterson was actually my top priority i didn't end up getting him my bid was for four he went for seven out of a hundred and really the fact that he hasn't been starting for that team is kind of a joke i mean he'd be starting for 29 other teams just speaks to the depth they've had but now that carlos carrasco's hurt i know he's starting like a one game of a double header but it looks like there's a a window here finally for David Peterson to uh, start every fifth day. Wow, I didn't know he was only 26 years old. David Peterson? Yeah, yeah. he's kind of like sneaky good. He's going to turn 27 in a couple of weeks. I thought he was a little older than that. He's he's sneaky good, but I don't know if he starts the 29 other teams. I know what you're Maybe saying. Not. I know what you're saying. I know what I you're saying. I guess this year he's been so good. But, but lately, right. I mean, before he was taken out of the rotation – he started to show some strikeout ability. So I think we wanted to know if that was real and we're, we don't know yet. You know, we don't, it was, you know, he faked Miami twice, the Rangers and the Reds. Was he actually figuring something out or was it the competition or was it a mm-hmm. little bit of both? So we're going to find out, but I, 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 I think you're right in, in picking him up and the Mets and the good park. Um, you'd like to say good run support, but <laughs> it hasn't happened for Scherzer and DeGrom. But anyway, you're probably right that I probably took it a step too far. Well, it's fine. But, I mean, is, he has been – Yeah. You know, the, the estimators aren't quite as sparkling, but uh, ground ball right over 50%. The Ks are good. The walks are the walks are a little high. Inconsistent. Yeah. And let's see. He pitched in the 14th, four innings, seven Ks, two walks. Whether that was an elevated strike, uh, an elevated pitch count, uh, and, 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 and the, the – the major league club said, you know, don't go, don't go too hard on him. Uh, we want him next week. Who knows? He also gave up eight hits. So I don't have the pitch count of that game with me. Why he only went four innings, but um, I, I bet it was pitch count. When you give up eight hits, you fan seven and you walk two. That's a lot of traffic. That's a lot of base runners. Brett Beatty was yeah. uh, one of those guys that you were alluding to the, the latest crop of young talent to come up and the Mets, uh, you know, expediting his arrival. And I mean, I, I had a bid in on him. Actually, I don't know if I did here. I did have a waiver claim on him and Yahoo. 
Well, actually, I was targeting pitching in this league, but I do think right. he's the guy to uh, go get if you need some help. Yeah. Uh, uh, unknown commodity. Well, unknown in that we don't know to do at the major league level, but he is a top prospect. Yeah. Good. And he didn't play, again, pretty much a double A. Uh, Luis Guillermo out. And he's been nice. He's been a very nice player, especially on defense for uh, the Mets. But he's nothing that if, if Beatty doesn't look like he can help down the stretch and into the playoffs, you're not going to you know sit him for Guillerme. He's so I think I think Beatty has a chance to take the job and and, and keep it the rest of the season. It's not guaranteed, but I do think he has a chance. And Eduardo Escobar has been just brutal. He's on the IL yeah. right now, but uh, yeah, you Beatty know, yeah. fares well. No reason to. Force Escobar back in yeah. Escobar had fallen already fallen into a platoon. Hmm. Um, right, it's yeah. a really big, uh, kind of a, a whiff signing there. They can't all be great. I mean, Mar- Sterling Marte and yeah, Scherzer should I mean, have uh, paid off. You know, it's one of those, you know, in fantasy, like we say, you want to be one year, you know, rather be one year too early than too late. The Mets, the numbers of Escobar were still pretty good. Uh, you know, but he was aging. These things can happen pretty quickly. Heraldus Chapman was out there. He went for five. So Clay Holmes on the IL. Looks like Chapman will get another chance. But the Yankees have been uh, really hitting the skids. Oh, it's so, I mean, as a Red Sox fan. Yeah, I'm sure you hate to see it. I'm sure it's terrible. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, they're, lose, they're losing to the teams that the Red Sox need to jump. So as a Red yeah, Sox, yeah. Fan, so it's not I mean, helping you guys. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not one of those. I mean, I, you know, I've never, I've never been a Yankee suck, Yankee suck. I, you know, I, I, I just don't do that. Um, but yeah, but the, you know, Tampa, all the teams that they're losing to, uh, you know, not that the Red Sox would do anything in the playoffs anyway. But you know, you know, guy can dream. But um, Scott Efres is another name to keep in mind. I don't think that. It's definitely Chapman all the way, and we, you know, I think that they'll want to figure out the Yankees, someone by the end of the season, and we'll, we'll see who it ends up being. But um, don't forget Efros. That's all. Yeah, he's. They seem to really like Efros. So it's uh, the yeah. fact that they were mentioning him alongside Chapman speaks to uh, how much they like him. Yep. They got him from the Cubs. Uh, Luis yep. Patino was four. That's a pretty nice little ad there. Uh, Mike Soroka looks finally on the verge of returning for uh, for Atlanta. So that's pretty big. He was only three bucks. I kind of like that one. Uh, I picked up Drew Smiley for two. I know it's Drew Smiley, uh, but he's been pitching pretty darn well lately. Yeah, and you're, the, you're uh, this is the Thursday cycle. Yeah. So uh, what has he's got? I know he's he's got the doubleheader on Tuesday. So does that mean he pitched? Is pitching Thursday too for you? No. Um, no, he will be next week at home against St. Louis. Yeah, that's a doubleheader. Doubleheader game. No, he's got a two-step. Well, as we'll talk about in a few minutes. Oh, yeah, a, two, a, two-step. a two-step, but I don't think it was a two-step for your stake league. No, not for that league. But um, needed some arms. Dropped Usake Cooch. He also had some dead weight on my roster and Joey Votto. Wishing the best to him, but the Reds. Uh, I think just became officially unwatchable with Votto uh, landing, landing well, on the IL. You know what? It's Alpha weird. Season. I mean, usually if you're if you're doing things, you watch when the hitters are up, and you don't watch defense. I'll, I'll watch Lodolo. I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch some of the pitchers. You know, mm-hmm. I just won't watch when they're at bat. I'll I'll do some other oh, things. It's so hard to watch them, but I, I, there's, there's still. I mean, I don't mind watching Ashcraft to see if he can figure something out. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't mind watching. I don't want to see TJ Zoic. I don't really want to see anyone Mike Miner. I'm kind of curious about Justin Dunn, but mm-hmm. I'll watch Lodolo all day long. Yeah, this Votto made that team a lot more watchable. Now, now out for the season. It's yeah. a bummer for him. I gloss over Albert Pujols. I mean, he's on a heater, but ugh, I can't go chasing that heater. That just seems well, likely to uh, be – be done already. If it was another team that didn't have playoff aspirations, he'd be playing every day to get the 10 homers. But St. Oh, Louis yeah. can't afford to do that. Yeah, true. Uh, ben Gamble, $2. Ella Harris Montero. 
Jake Fraley for a buck. Uh, I like the Fraley move. Promise. Yeah, he's shown some promise. Uh, Josh Young, he's, I think, healthy in the minors, or at least playing. Maybe he's still fishing on his rehab, but that's kind of a – maybe he's a uh... – He's crunching it in the minors. Yeah? Yeah, he, he is raking. So that could be maybe him and Corbin Carroll are the next and maybe the final wave. Yeah, um, I'm checking Young now. I, I I saw a tweet about him. I think it was from um, uh, the Ephus guy, uh, Weaver, the guy that does a lot of the stuff for Texas on Twitter. And, yeah, they were lauding him, and, and he could be up. He'd be up. I, I suppose he could. I suppose he could come up. He, I mean, he just – it's only been 10 days. But what do we have? Uh, he's – He's gotten multi hits in like six, five of the last six games. He's hit in every game since August second. Uh, he's got like nine, eight, eight homers, eight or seven homers in that span. Yeah, I would, I would look for Young. Yeah, think about maybe picking up Josh Young, and that's J U N G. Yeah, eight homers, thing. eight homers in fifty five. Wow, eight homers in sixty three at bats. You know, I probably have him in one or two uh, draft champions. From early yeah. in the winter, so that yeah, but he hasn't stolen a base. Oh no, he has. He's stolen one base. I'm just being facetious, but he has stolen base. Yeah, no, this is yeah, absolutely. Check out your draft champions uh, if you can get if you can get a bid on on Josh Young. Josh Young, um, yeah, Texas has no one that will block him. You know, as far as yeah. uh, playing time goes, Lamont Wade for a buck. He's been uh, swinging it pretty well. Jazz Chisholm picked up, and he's an IL stash. I picked up Yoan Duran. Just needed, uh, yeah, I know that he's not closing for Minnesota, but really valuable uh, yeah. quality innings when I do have to plug him in. CJ Abrams, I know Washington's giving him a look, but he's been kind of, he's looked pretty lost from what I've seen. Uh, CJ Abrams. And then Shea Langoliers, Stone right. Garrett's. Uh, Ryan Yarbrough, Zach Davies. I picked up Corbin Carroll dropping Isak Paredes. It was fun while it lasted, Isak. <laughs> but uh, he's not playing much anymore. Matt Bush. These are all $0 ads. Josh Harrison, Ryan Pepio, Nick Madrigal, uh, Jose Siri. So, yeah, people still scratching and clawing. I love to see that. And a lot well, of another busy week. You know, part of it is your, the rules of your league, it, it, whereas it is a – you know, a regular old league, but the, the fact it's kind of a, you know, the old 50-50 where you want to finish in the top half, I, 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 you know, it's it's not only just fun for the site and for talk about, but it helps, as you're suggesting, keep activity up. And, I, you know, I wonder if more leagues, it doesn't have to be buying a stake, but if more leagues should think of a, a rule of this nature to keep it going. Now, it shouldn't need it. And I'm saying this, and I'm I've been that guy in four leagues this year, and I feel terrible about it, but I, I kind of checked out on four different i mean when you're in 400 leagues it's not not in 400 i have checked out around four leagues and i'm not happy about it a couple of them are keepers and it's just like i'm just it just the way things i whatever but um so many hours in a day well that's an excuse i mean it, yes but it does it's no that's not an excuse i still should have figured out ways to um at least stay active and make make some trades etc uh, but anyway, um, story for an off season. You know, how, you know when we get to, uh, I get to do my mea culpa. But anyway, well, yeah, I uh, I hear what you're saying, and I was right there after last year. I had to. My main goal after last season was to just cut down on my number of leagues because, yeah, when you you whiff on a league or two, it, you feel bad about it, and it actually detracts from you, the fun of the the season. And you know, you don't want to do that to your league mates. And yeah, I just. If I have decided that if I find myself half-assing a league, I need to just walk away. But uh, we'll get into next week's two-start starters here momentarily. Let's first throw to a quick word from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link and Todd Zola rating next week's two star pitchers on a zero to five scale. August 22nd is the uh, start of the week, Monday, August 22nd. Let's finish strong here, folks, and uh, bring home some titles. I got a chance to bring home a few and and really need that uh, things to line up, though, in the Towers head to head postseason for me. So kind of. Biting my nails a little bit in that league, but the uh, head-to-head aspect is always a really good time. But uh, Todd, nobody for Arizona because they got two off days. But then Jake Odorizzi, I know he's been kind of taking it from uh, Braves fans on Twitter, and you know it's. I get that you know he's a six starter. He's not somebody who's going to excite a fan base, but. At Pitt, at St. Louis, I might have some conditional bids on Jake Odorizzi. Would you go down that path? Um, I, if I had him, I'd start him. I don't know that – depending on how much fab I have, but even though it is Pittsburgh, there's it's, it, it, there's still blow-up potential there. I don't know. I don't love him. Um, oh. I'd much rather see Kyle Muller back up. I hear you on that. I'm going to give him a two. I'll give him a two. I agree yeah. there, but I don't know if it's – it's 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 my level it's my level of desperation, but um, yeah, uh, I, I just uh, I, I, Pittsburgh doesn't scare me, but um, St. Louis kind of does. Yeah, I hear you there. I at St. Louis is a little scary, but yeah, two seems about right. Then uh, for Baltimore, Austin Voth, former National, and uh, he suddenly popped up. I had a bid on him actually in the stake league last night. Thankfully, I. Got some of my higher priorities, but uh, Austin Vos on a little run here. He's versus the White Sox at Houston. I think at Houston bumps him down to a one, but I could yeah. see uh, if you're desperate, maybe maybe rolling the dice. Right, he's gone from a from a you know move on. It's a zero to got to think about it. Oh, it's Houston and eh, a one. So you know it, it, he's got a two upside, but not with Houston. How are you feeling about Nathan Eovaldi of your Red Sox this week versus Toronto versus Tampa Bay? Uh, what are your thoughts on Eovaldi? Velocity uh, still down. Get a um, yeah, velocity still down. Wow. Um, is this definite? Is it? Or are we? Or are we, are we assuming he's going to be back? I was actually just looking into that. Uh, well, I assume it's way, very tentative. But all right, I'm gonna. I mean. It's got to be a three, but like I said, I mean, even the, the, he's been, he's been working with lower velocity and that just scares me. Yeah, me too. I think you say three on Evaldi. I mean, I can see lower, I can see higher, but I can see lower. Yeah. That's a tough one. I 
was trying to blow it up his page, but I'm having some issues with the site right now. Huh. Maybe it's my internet, but anyway, either way. Um, I'll check it out. Justin Steele, and you know, I was kind of a detractor early, but can't really argue with what Justin Steele has done lately. Versus St. Louis at Milwaukee next week. He needs to be picked up across every league. The run he's been on has actually quietly been uh, fantastic, so... If Justin Steele is out there, I'd say make him a priority. He's only a three, but uh, among available options, that's pretty high. I'd say. Yeah, I, I have a suspicion. Uh, spoiler alert: We're gonna Eric and I are gonna talk about him on the Rotowire uh, Fantasy Baseball Show on MLB Network Radio tomorrow. Um, as far as pitchers that have been pitching well since the break, right? He started out well. Everybody picked him up. He had a rut, and everybody got mad. And he's been crushing. He's been raking or shoving is the shoving is the word. The 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 gerund that I'm supposed to be using shoving since the break. Um, I'm gonna go three. He's been striking batters out. He's had some luck involved, but he's also pitching really well. He hasn't had a tough schedule, but as they say, you can only pitch to the teams on you know on the other side of the diamond. Yeah, he's been a diamond in the rough for this Cubs team. It's been a tough year for them. Keegan Thompson also has been, although I saw he gave up a homer early today. So yeah, yeah. Uh, ooh, looks like it's been a rough day for Keegan Thompson. So that's probably doing some damage on my teams, but that's all right. Uh, Drew Smiley, I'm only going to give a two. I'm going to put him a notch behind Steele, but he's been pitching really well. Also, it is Drew Smiley, but. Uh, these matchups versus St. Louis at Milwaukee. Milwaukee's kind of a nice matchup for pitchers nowadays. Yeah, uh, you got to get that through your head. They're going to, yeah. you know, they're going to make you pay once in a while, but they are not the consistent, you know, run scoring machine that one would think or, or they have been in the past. I'm going to go two as well uh, with Smiley. You know, the home being Wrigley Field isn't as bad as, 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 as some other places. It's not great, but sure, I'll go too. Yeah, and remember the first game for Smiley will be a, a doubleheader game, so maybe a little bit of a thinned-out Cardinals lineup for the Actually, uh, matinee. Before we we went back to – let's go back to Eovaldi. I'm not 100% positive, but I think his first start may be that, that uh, Little League you know, game at, the, at Williams, Williamsport. Oh, really? I don't remember exactly when it is. I think it's sometime next week. Uh, oh. Just something to keep in mind. I will note it when when I know not everybody listens and and reads the rankings, but I will I will I'll do the research for the rankings uh, over the weekend. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's uh, that's one that could sneak up on you for sure. I've actually forgotten about it, so it snuck up on me. Uh, but for the Reds, TJ Zoic, that's going to be a zero. I mean, yeah, it's uh, a joke that he's. Even with TZ initials, yeah. I got to go zero. <laughs> yeah. Nick Lodolo, though, kind of a tough call. At Philly, at Washington, I think I'm going to go three, but uh, it's more so like pedigree and what it could be than, than what has been this year. Well, he looked a little – I mean, maybe it's a narrative. I don't know. But he looked a little nervous at the Hall of Fame game. A Hall of Fame game. The – um. Field of Dreams Field game. Of dreams. Yeah, he lost, he can lose his command. Yeah, and, but he looked time. really good. His last start, I, I it was whether it was a you know a six. It was the only game on, so I got to you know watch it. I forget exactly what the situation was. Yeah, he very impressive at that time. So was that against Philly, and now it's a return match. I don't remember. I think so because he had that yeah. brutal start just before the All Star break. Then he came out looking good. Then yeah, the Hall of Fame game or not Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the got that in my head. But I'm I'm with you with the three. Washington's lineup does not scare me. No, not at all. Zach Plesek has a two and eleven record at San Diego at Seattle. Man, I don't know how to really grade this guy because I don't think all that much of him as a pitcher, but he's okay. I'll give him a two, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Um, Actually, ew, both on the road. Good parks, but dangerous offenses. 
I have him in the three range, but I I, I want to say two. I just I, I don't know that I trust him. Yeah, I'm going to go two as well. Uh, for the Rockies, Herman Marquez is at home to start uh, versus Texas, then at the Mets. I got to go zero. I've learned my lesson too many times. <laughs> You're right. I, I agree. I agree with you on Marquez, and I haven't said that very much. I know it you, took me a long, long enough. Because you're usually saying I'm going to start him anyway. <laughs> yeah, I you tried tried to uh, of, save me was, for myself. Remember when DVR did that combo league right during the pandemic season? We had like the ALL, ALNL, and mixed. Oh yeah, like uh, the and there, there was talk. There was talk of. Uh, neutral parks or something to that effect. Um, and oh god, so I, I was probably drooling over. Yeah, so idea. I drafted my yeah. I, I had the NL because myself, Brian Walton, and Peter Kreutzer, we split it up. So I had the NL, and I, I drafted Marquez, figuring, you know, it was gonna be great because the Doc played in cores, but that you know, of course, they ended up playing. Uh, you know, so you know, I didn't use them. I didn't use them very much. But anyway, um, so the, the one memories. time you uh, went down that path, only time makes sense. Memories. Uh, for the White Sox, Michael Kopech. So Kopech's two steps a little different than Giolito's. Kopech will be at KC, then versus Arizona. I imagine that's probably a wraparound or a makeup or something. Um, but I mean, that's pretty, I mean, that's great for Kopech. At KC versus Arizona, I think that's a four. Yep. Yep. Um, so let me get that notched in the sheet. So, of course, review after we're done. And then for uh, Giolito, it's at Baltimore at Arizona. So with that, the venue changes there in Baltimore, that's a pretty nice two-step, too. Although I would say at KC is a little better. By the way, who did Baltimore call? Did they call it Kyle Stowers? Stowers? Do not I saw that like right before we started. I didn't really. I saw Eno Saris tweet about Did not see it. We, yeah, we'll look into that. But, man, I mean, I, last week when, when Giolito had – whatever case in Detroit is like, if you don't start him this week, you're never going to start him. I don't know if it was two weeks ago or if he missed a start, but you say the same thing now. And you know what? I'm leaning towards not even starting him. Really? He, See, he, I'm not quite there yet, but he, oh, after, mean, his last outing, after his last outing, I, I have, I think there's something wrong. And this is a guy, as you know, who every year, edges into the first round in the high stakes leagues. Yeah. And he's just, he's just terrible. Um, so I don't know. I can't, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, and I'm saying, you know, FOMO, because what if he figures it out against these teams, but we've been saying that for far too long at this point, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a zero. I only have him in one league. I have him a couple of, um, I only know this because I had a search when he had his terrible outing the other day, but I am a couple of uh, best balls that cut lines that are no longer, uh, no longer active in. So uh, I'm just, I, I, I'm not going to use him. Wow. Okay. I got you down as a zero on Giolito. I'm going two, but uh, you know, it's one of those situations where because he got that helium at the end of draft season, I think Casey Cha was drafting him and, you know how it is. People see that and Casey's track record and they follow suit. And uh, I just got priced out of Giolito. I, I kind of liked him, but didn't end up with him. Just, yeah, I just didn't realize because I don't have him on any teams, just how bad he's been. I, know I, still he's think, been... I still think, you know, I'm starting him in most spots if I have him. I guess. I mean, I know Houston will you disagree. do damage against a lot of teams, but I just I haven't seen anything. And I mean, I don't know. Uh, I could be wrong, and I'm usually the other end of this argument. But uh, the, I just I see nothing. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you making a you know making a pretty bold stance, taking a pretty bold stance, and saying a zero this week on Giolito. No yep. two star pitches for Detroit, and same for Houston. Since they have uh, McCullers back there. Going six men now. By the way, I just want to say no two-star pitches for Detroit, but maybe keep an eye out on your waiver wire for Matt Manning. See if he's out there at Texas this next week. Uh, skipping down the list back to two-star pitchers for Kansas City. Daniel Lynch, he was one of my conditional backups in the stake league last night. Got 
couple of my higher priority guys, but uh, versus the White Sox versus San Diego, would you roll the dice on Daniel Lynch in a league or two? If you if we're about what a third of the way through, and this inventory isn't all that great. No. Spoiler alert: it doesn't get much better. So you know, if you need those two starts, if you need to get strikeouts and maybe get a win, you know, maybe you take a chance. But I, this is another one of those weeks where. I'd rather pick up a solid single start pitcher than force myself into a two start guy just because he's got two starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynch is kind of in that range, but I I could see using him if I needed. I oh man, am I about to say that I'd rather use Daniel Lynch over Lucas Giolito? Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I'm starting to get hives. <laughs> That's a tough call. I um. I have been impressed with the way that guys like Bubich and Lynch have improved recently in the run that Singer's been on. They've, you know, the uh, pitching staff there in case he's been much maligned this year, but some of those guys like Lynch and Bubich are starting to show a little bit, but I, I, st- I still got Lynch as like a one. I mean, that's a desperation. I'm going to go with a one, which yeah. is higher than Giolito. Um, I mean, our buddy Jeff Zimmerman may may not agree, but I think it's a, we, we may have to stop uh talking about the way Kansas City just can't develop any pitching. Mm-hmm. We're not quite at the Tampa, Cleveland, San Francisco level yet, but I think they're at least showing that maybe we need to think about it a little harder. So, uh Tucker Davidson for the Angels. That's going to be a zero for me. Would you consider him under any circumstances? Well, I'm, the, I'm looking up the matchups. Not under these matchup circumstances. <laughs> yes, some circumstances, but not Tampa Bay and Toronto. On the road. There. Well, before we move on, let's take care of a little. My, my, my rankings say say one, though, or one or two. So oh, I'm going really? to – because Tampa's not that good. Uh, I mean, yes, they're a good team, but it's not because of a solid offense. I'm going to go one. Okay. Todd won on Tucker Davidson. All right. Well, we'll knock out a little piece of business here. Bear with me, and we'll be back to finish out grading and then recap our grades for next week. The weather is heating up, and so are the promotions at Caesars Sportsbook. Today, anyone who is at least 21 years old and in a licensed Caesars Sportsbook stake can create a new account and redeem the Caesars Sportsbook promo code ROTO15. That's R-O-T-O-1-5. The promo code gives new users a risk-free first bet up to $1,500. Visit Caesars.com slash sportsbooks or download the Caesars Sportsbook app today. And don't forget to use promo code ROTO15 when signing up. All right, that's out of the way. So let's continue on here, Todd. Uh, Julio Urias has really become the ace of the Dodgers. I mean, performance-wise and... uh, you know, durability, it's kind of, I think some people question his durability, but his questions are uh, pretty much you know, closed out the window anyway with Julio Urias. And I think he's uh, our first five of the week, or at least mine, first five of the week. Yeah, there'll be a handful coming up. I think, well, Kopech is close, but I think, yeah, four. Although, I don't know, Kopech could be a five with those matchups. Anyway, yeah, Urias, I, you mentioned durability. To me, it was more of a need to prove it than questioning it mm-hmm. and he's proven it to me a bit and if not yeah, just had so many innings on that arm last year that yeah some people yeah. wondered if he could bounce back right yeah and i think i i don't want to make a statement that's not true but i think his strikeouts have been on the rise right so i mean so yeah they were very low early so that you know that doesn't say much just because they were low early but i you know the the he wasn't displaying they're still down from last season but i think they have been on the upswing uh over the second half yeah he's kind of really you know taking the the his spot as that number one guy there and it seems like the yeah. uh you know so long as kershaw and bueller has obviously done for the season now and now they have arias as the uh Head of the table, so to speak. Yeah, uh, game, game one starter, right? 
I would think so, yeah. Uh, Miami, no two-star starters for them, although I'm bummed to see that Lazardo draws the Dodgers again next week. I got him on the bench tonight against the Dodgers, and I uh, love Lazardo's stuff, but I just I worry about that team waiting him out. Anyway, uh, for the Brewers, Eric Lauer, he gets the Dodgers as well. At the Dodgers versus the Cubs, I think Eric Lauer is only like a three for me at this point. I'll, I'll give him a four. Uh, three. Yeah, that's exactly the problem because we, we're remembering a little bit from earlier in the season when he was pitching like a four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's that it's the Dodgers matchup. That's that's the issue. So I'm going to give him a four, uh, but I'm good. It's one of those. It's like I used to say, like when Tim Wakefield used to pitch. You know, I I wouldn't want to watch those games. I don't want to see Lauer pitching against the Dodgers just in case, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm going to go with the four. And then for the twins, they're two start starters for next week. Uh, Sonny Gray and Tyler Malley go reds. Uh, the Mariners are reds West, but twins got quite a few former reds on that squad as well. Uh, Malley left his last start, but it sounds like he's fine. Nothing serious there. Um, uh, I was just about to, you know, I mean, gray, MRI clean for yeah, gray, was... gray, gray isn't a typical five, but to me, he's a five if he's, you know, especially this week. Molly, who, um, if he's healthy, he's a four. Now, they're different matchups, yeah. Sunny, like you said, he's got to face Molly's Houston, Houston. yeah. Um, so that brings that drops him down a level, but um, I don't think it drops into a three, but it does bring him a four. Drops him down to a three for me just because he did okay. leave that last start. Well, that yeah, right. was clean. Yeah, that that but, I, um, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do I if I if I project him for five innings and not six or five and two thirds, then it may drop him to that three range. So let's go yeah. with the three for the book, and then we'll yeah. see what the ranking we'll see what the rankings come out, and which is going to depend upon the reports. I really need a five type of week from Sonny. That that would be nice. I hope he makes his layup uh, at home against Texas. And you know, San Francisco is a, the most daunting task at the end of the week. So hopefully we get a vintage Sonny Gray performance. Max Scherzer at the Yankees versus Colorado. He's a five. And really, this is a great time to draw those Yankees. So Right. You know, no, the flip side is they're due, right? I mean <laughs> – yeah, I guess. but yeah, no. I mean, to me, right now he's the number one. You know, he's ranked number one for me on this list on this for this week. For the Yankees, Domingo Herman, it would be against the Mets and Scherzer on uh, Monday. Then at Oakland, you know, I was kind of wondering if they would might bring up Clark Schmidt pretty soon because Clark Schmidt's been pitching well in the minors. Herman, you know, four four five ERA. This may be kind of a yeah, he may be pitching for his rotation spot here, especially with the team kind of reeling. Uh, I'm going to give Herman a two. I I know he's probably better than a two, but I don't trust this guy. I know that I, I don't know that I trust him either. And I think once I lower the innings against the Mets, it'll fall in the three range and maybe even a two. I don't. My gut. If I wasn't looking at my rankings, I'd say two. So let's go with two. Gotcha. And Herman, we agree on uh, two there. But yeah, maybe if you're in a league that allows stashing and you need a starter, maybe sniff around on Clark Schmidt. Yeah. Now, let's see it. I don't know. I, we could we could try to stre- make a stretch and see if it has a fantasy impact. But interesting that the when the scheduling came out for the playoffs, they're going to be the need for four or maybe even five starters on a couple of occasions. Yeah. They're reducing the they're reducing the off days in order to get it all fit in. So I think that's interesting. I think the fantasy repercussions may be some teams may not be able to shut down or or you know pare down their starters as much as they want, and or they may need to preserve innings so they because they need in the start. Or we just may see a bullpen game, an extra bullpen game. But yeah, the schedules are such that at least four, if not five starters may be needed a couple of times. I hear you, man. That's, that's a good little note because I'm kind of glad they're cutting down on off days, oh, I, but the players I, aren't too thrilled. But. Well, I am. I mean, yeah, I, I, I 
I'm not the biggest. Well, you know, the I, I love the playoffs because it's the best team. Blah blah blah. I mean, it's, to me, it's just more baseball to watch. However, one of the my, one of my I think falls of the playoffs is it's it's different. You 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 can go with three starters and and improve your bullpen, and it's not the same team that competed over 162 games mm-hmm. that's competing in the playoffs. So I think I, that's I, dead on. Yeah, yeah, I do like the fact. You know, of course, when my, you know when when my Red Sox won and. And Chris Sale was relief, and Dennis uh, Derek Lowe was relief. I was loving it, but you know, it's 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 a different. <laughs> it, when, when it's your own team doing it, it's okay. Totally. I wonder if the Yankees are regretting not uh, paying what it cost to get Luis Castillo. They they got Montas, but Montas struggled last night, and Luis has just been out of this world. So, yeah, kind of I- wondering if maybe. There's a little uh, hubris there, thinking that yeah, we don't need, we don't need to pay that for Luis when maybe they should. Well, Montas isn't, you know. I mean, didn't pitch for. I mean, it was such that I logged on this morning. You mentioned Sonny Gray before. Uh, Sonny Gray was was uh, trending on Twitter. I'm like, yeah. oh, geez, why? It was because it, people were comparing Montas to Gray in New York. <laughs> It's like wow, man! You know, here I am, you know, did he get here? Did he fall off a bike? Did he get in a car accident? Did he punch a wall? No, uh, because Frankie Montas stunk last night. Sunny Gray's uh, trending on Twitter. By the way, I absolutely love the uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, teardown of the Yankees. He really tore into him, and I love that. Said they smelled worse than the sewer sewers from the Bronx. <laughs> We need more Stephen A. commenting on MLB. I, I love. I miss that. that. I mainly because I don't. I don't listen to Stephen A. in general. I just saw I, it. I saw yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah, going around. But yeah, just you know that attitude. And plus, we have plenty of hot take artists already on MLB. We'll <laughs> just get more. You know, Stephen A. is widely appealing. We need him watching more and commenting more on uh, baseball. But anyway. Uh, Adam Oler, Zach Logue, I can't see any situation where I'd consider these guys. I got them both on my sheet already as uh, zeros. You? I had I had mild interest in Oler to begin the season. I no longer do, or at least not yet, or at least uh, not 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 right now. But yeah, no. Uh, even with Miami as one of the matchups, I don't. I you know I don't mind using them in DFS, but not not in a two start week. This next one's kind of interesting. I actually may give. Uh... I give Ranger Suarez. I will give Ranger Suarez a higher grade than Cindergard. Uh, Cindergard and Ranger Suarez are the two start starters for Philadelphia next week versus Cincinnati versus Pitt. So in a hitter's ballpark, but still at home for these two arms. And Suarez, man, I just re- look check out his game log at RotoWire, and over his last seven starts, he's got a one hundred two ERA, zero nine one WHIP, thirty three to eight K to walk, and yeah, there's some real bumps in the road early, but uh, Ranger Suarez has been fantastic. So I'm going to give Ranger Suarez a four. Yep, four, four for Suarez, three for uh, Syndergaard for me. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, that's spoiler right. alert! So, yeah. we'll, spoiler alert! We'll probably talk about Ranger. Well, probably we will talk about Ranger Suarez on MLB tomorrow. Nice. Yeah, definitely tune in to see or to hear. Uh, Todd and Eric Haltzman on MLB Network Radio tomorrow. Pittsburgh, no two-star starters for them. And same with San Diego. They only have uh, five games next week. The pop. Uh, Robbie Ray for Seattle versus Washington versus Cleveland. <sighs> you know, I think he's a four, but Robbie Ray's the way he's been pitching lately has been kind of bumping up back into that five conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm still at a five. I mean, to me, yeah. he's still – he's the top – to me, he's the third, the third best two-star pitcher this week. Those matchups, I know Cleveland can be pesky, but they don't. I'm not scared. He just has, you know, blow-up potential still. So yeah. I, you never know when Robbie Ray will revert back to uh, old Robbie Ray. I mean, not old old Robbie Ray, but revert <laughs> to old Robbie Ray. Uh, no two-star pitchers for the Giants. They got two off days as well, and then Jordan Montgomery for St. Louis. He's the one that got away for that. New York team. I, I didn't understand that trade at the time, and now people are really second guessing uh, sending Jordan Montgomery away. 
at Chicago versus Atlanta for Jordan Montgomery. I think that's you know, Atlanta's scary a little bit, but I think that's probably a four. I got it as a five. I mean, wow. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and, and, I, and I shall stick with it. Um, I, it's it's home, which helps against the uh, it's against the Braves. So I am gonna, I am gonna go five. And whereas I don't know there was hubris with Montas, I think there was definite hubris with. We're going to trade for a center fielder who, who may not even play, and we're going to give away George Montgomery. That mm-hmm. that to me was that that one I don't understand. There had to be something. Well, maybe it'll look better. That. Maybe it'll look better if they actually start playing Bader a little bit because I mean they should not be playing Aaron Hicks at this. Well, point. He, he, they can't right now. He's still out. Oh He's yeah, still that's hurt. true. That's true. So yeah, but you know with plantar fasciitis, he should be back. And yeah, you know maybe Bader does on paper, but to me Montgomery was too good of a pitcher to give up in that scenario. But anyway, I mean, what's done is done. Uh, I am going to give him a five. I think he's, he's not going to strike out eight guys over seven innings, but I don't think he hurt you either. Adam Wainwright, not quite on that level, but is I'm wondering if he's a four or no, he's a three for me. Cause I gave Montgomery a four. So Adam Wainwright's a three for me. What say you Todd? I like Montgomery more. I'll give him a three, but I mean, it is borderline four. Yeah, so we'll both settle on three, but that is pretty uh, nice for Adam Wainwright. Then Jeffrey Springs versus at uh, versus the Angels and at Boston. He's really pitched well this year. Let me just look quickly at his game log to see how many innings he's thrown. Yeah, five on the regular, so occasionally he'll dip below that, but uh, going deep enough for the win pretty regularly. So I'm going to give Jeffrey Springs. I love picking on the Angels at right right now so i'm gonna give him a three uh yeah i think i can only go three for spring. I, I can't i can go four yeah i'm gonna I'm a I mean, little actually, more than you today but I... he's actually listed as a five but i haven't fine-tuned my numbers yet um and boston is always scary especially against lefties so that may change when i update but right now i'm gonna go four you know in the stake league let me just double check on that because just before I say something that's not right. Yeah, he was dropped. Corey Knebel was no, it was Corey Knebel, not Corey Kluber. So what I was about to say, I'm glad I double checked because I was going to say Corey Kluber was dropped, but that wasn't the case. Um, he did have one bump in the road, and that's why I thought maybe somebody overreacted and uh, he had like a seven-run hiccup recently. But uh, Kluber's been pretty pretty good overall. Nice, nice addition for Tampa Bay, squeezing a little bit out of the veteran before he uh, rides off into the sunset. He's lower than Springs for me, but I think I'm going to give Kluber a. Uh, I'm going to give him a three, and I'm going to bump up Jeffrey Springs to a four. Yep, I'm with you. All right, so I'm going to bump up Springs. Okay. Sorry for that confusion. All right. Cole Reagans. For some reason, does he like have a little prospect pedigree? I don't really remember, but uh, I'm not considering him yet. 24 years old. I don't. Did he have pro? Was he, did he, have, did he, have, was he the one that saw two Tommy Johns? I don't remember. Looks like James has him uh, as a top 150, 160 prospect. Right, one fifty-five. Uh, yeah, everything's starting to run together. Uh, there was somebody that I was thinking of that had a uh, had some injuries, and in, uh, whether whether it was he or not, I don't recall at this point. But um, what what are the matchups again? At Minnesota versus Detroit. Wow, I was actually I might have to bump them up to one because those matchups, I might have them at, a, at the end of a list or two. Okay, so to, to complete the story, yes, Reagan's had two Tommy Johns, um, the second of which was in 2019, uh, but he did get named to the 2021 Futures game. So, you know, he has made uh, rehab, et cetera. You know, so he's back to being a prospect or, you know, on the radar again. Now it's just how, how much do you trust somebody long-term that's needed to two Tommy John surgeries is kind mm-hmm. of the – the question. And so there have been some, and some very successful. But you know, right now he's pitching in a vacuum. Um, what did you say? Two. 
Uh, I said one for uh, Cole Reagans. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I I'm going to. I am going to agree, and I, I'm going to double check the numbers once I, uh, once I look at him because he hasn't pitched as much. He hasn't. It's just these. I like these matchups. He hasn't even at Minnesota. He hasn't pitched enough to move off initial expectations that much. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if this were like the end of April. Uh, I don't like to adjust things too much, but with his background, you know, we what what is his baseline? We just don't know. Yeah, all I know about him is his rank from James. I've seen him on his list for a little while. Yeah, I mean, he has uh, he has not pitched all that well. No. So, I mean, I'm kind of doing the reverse. Um, it, it may be that 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 I liked his 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 he's, he projected well, but that. Is, it, it, that was what was wrong, and 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 it should have been projected worse. But anyway, I mean, a lot of times on a lot of time on a guy that that we're not ranking very high. And then finally, because nobody for Washington, uh, Ross Stripling for Toronto. He's at Boston versus the Angels. Now he's got a two nine three ERA, but he's not that good of a pitcher. So I could I could see Boston getting into him a little bit in Fenway. Uh, I'm gonna go three. I think on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go three on Stripling. I mean, I he's feel not. Like there could be a little give back. This he's not a two nine three ERA, but he's pretty good. And he pretty good. He, yeah, first start back against Baltimore. Fan seven and six and a third. I'm gonna agree with a three. Um, but you know, I, you know, we we liked him. You know, people liked him a lot more. When he's a swingman for the Dodgers, suddenly when you're a starter for Toronto, you're you know you're not yeah, you're not liked true. as much, but he's shown similar skills. Yeah, he has been really really good, and uh, not taking anything away from Ross Stripling, I just I do worry that we could be in line for a little bit of regression. This yeah, week. and they're going to need him. Yeah. Toronto's going to need him, right? I mean, they're with with Barrios is eh, up and down. I think they need him. To make their run, yeah, I saw Barrios on a waiver wire. Picked him up, by the way, and not a two-star pitcher this week, but he had a pretty good outing earlier this week. I like him more than Giolito. Yeah, at least as a bench <laughs> as a bench starter, uh, not not so bad. All right, let's recap our grades for the week of August twenty-second. Two-star pitchers, extremely tentative, and check back on. Rotowire.com on Sunday for uh, you know the projected starters for a better idea of uh, what next week will look like. But here are grades, tentative grades for next week. Jake Odorizzi, two. Austin Voth, one. Nathan Eovaldi, three. Justin Steele, three. Drew Smiley, two. TJ Zoik, zero. Nick Lodolo, three. Zach Plesak, two. Herman Marquez, zero. Michael Kopech, four. Lucas Giolito, I say two. Todd, zero on Giolito. Uh, Daniel Lynch, one. Tucker Davidson, I say zero. Todd, one. Julio Urias, five. Eric Lauer, I say three. Todd, four. Sonny Gray, five. Tyler Malley, three. Max Scherzer, five. Domingo Herman, two. Adam Oler, zero. Zach Logue, zero. Ranger Suarez, four. Noah Syndergaard, three. Robbie Ray, I say four, Todd, five. John Mo- uh, Jordan Montgomery, I say four, Todd, five. Adam Wainwright, three. Jeffrey Springs, four. Corey Kluber, three. Cole Reagans, one. Ross Stripling, three. All right, I'll be sure to include those with the show notes, with the podcast. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? I know it's a little couple days late, but uh, I had Peter Kreutzer on as the industry guest podcast on Thursday. Jeff was out uh, showing, uh, visiting schools with his daughter. Good, good for Jeff. Good for the family. So I got to fill in on the Thursday podcast and invited Peter Kreutzer on for a fun conversation. So go back, please, and check that out. And, uh, you know, that was, you may not win your leagues because of what Peter and I talked about, but hopefully you have some fun. Absolutely. Well, I had fun with you today, Todd, and hope you all have a great weekend. I hope you'll be back with us the next few Fridays as we close out the uh, 
the regular season. Oh, what six weeks about to go? So uh, a little more. I had counted it up. Counted it up earlier. Um, I think we've got six, and then almost a full seventh week, depending upon when you want to start the week. But um, yeah, so it's like six because we're ending on a Wednesday. And if uh, you can stash in your league, maybe go out and do you know follow suit. Do what I did, pick up Corbin Carroll. Could be a Corbin Carroll season next time we talk. All right, Todd, talk soon, and thank you all. Talk soon on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.